Hey guys, welcome to The Roundtable. Here at The Roundtable, we continue the conversations that we have had from Sunday morning and how you can have practical ways to help every person take their next steps towards Jesus together. Okay, welcome everybody to The Roundtable, episode number 38, just to get you guys caught up on what The Roundtable is. If you're joining us for the first time, whether it be listening and or watching, now we've told people at some point, if you're a listener of the podcast, you have to watch. There's a dynamic yes. that happens oh, yeah. in the room that for one time, you just, you're going to want to watch it. And especially this time, because our guest, which we're going to introduce in a second, yep. Nick Wilson, which nobody ever sees. Right. right? He's the guy behind the Ooh, scenes. the face behind the camera. Yeah, that's what I'm yeah. saying. So all of a sudden, anybody that wants to know who Nick Wilson that is. That should be the title. Yeah. There you go. Face, What's behind, gonna be the t- face behind the camera. That's going to be that's the. That's our guest. That's. It's going to be something. That's how you're going to name the podcast. But anyway, Roundtable is an opportunity for us to get together, talk about what we've talked about on Sunday morning. But honestly, it's kind of evolved. So (laughs) a long time ago, Nick and I sat down and said, you know, one of the problems is, is like you say, this is a problem on both ends. As a preacher who puts a lot of thought time into preaching and then nobody cares. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like they care for an hour, but then not that they don't care, but they all forget. You know, so wait we, a minute. Caring and forgetting is not the same thing. Well, I think if you care about something, you usually don't forget it. Not necessarily. What? I forget people's names all the Have time. Have you ever <laughs> forgot your dog? Huh? Have you ever forgot your dog? I don't know. Maybe. I, but I <laughs> Have you ever know. forgot to feed your dog? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Jenny, you're abnormal. No. Normally, people no. who care about things no. like no. take care of the things but, they care about. No, I'm disagreeing. Huh? I'm disagreeing. People I, do. People can forget about things, even if they care about them. Okay. Whatever. I would say it's abnormal. I would say you're abnormal. Huh? You're abnormal. Well, no, that's a for sure. That, that's that's <laughs> been that's, that's been, been a given yes, from the beginning. But anyway, so Nick, you know, trying to help through this a long time ago, started a closed Facebook group because mm-hmm. the thing you're going to learn about Nick is he's been the behind the scenes guy that yeah. I've been throwing out all of my ideas to for the past however many years, and he's trying to make them work. Yeah. You almost know, seven? No, it's almost, yeah, four, five, you, five, I thought seven. it was six. Seven here, five on staff. It has been a long time. Okay. The point just is, is that we tried different ways to figure out, like, how do you continue the conversation so it was a closed group, and then we were like, well, let's do a podcast. You know, it seems like everybody's doing podcasts. And let's really focus on just two people talking about what they talked about on Sunday morning. And so that went good. And mm-hmm. then we we brought on Jenny as a guest. And yep. Jenny has evolved into the superstar. Superstar. You know, so the people yep. that really care about the podcast care about Jenny, mm-hmm. you know. And we're even to a place now where we get gifts. We do. Yeah. Right? So, like, yeah. and. Yes, yeah. our shirts. Yeah, our shirts. And I'm like stocked up on beef jerky. I know. She told so me that people, she got you beef jerky. Beef jerky. And last night at small group, a uh-huh. guy that listens to the podcast brought me a whole thing of deer jerky. Are you nice. serious? Yeah. So I'm like, we love your gifts. Oh my but gosh. these were our gifts because we've yep. been talking about Yellowstone. Nick had one too, but I had he one forgot. Too. Thanks, and Sherry. It was all made to wear it for this week. Can yeah. So mostly oh, sweet, cool. sometimes Beth Dutton. Yep. So everybody can put in their comments of whether or not, if they've been around Jenny and they watch Yellowstone, <laughs> is she like Beth Dutton? This is a hot topic right now. <laughs> she says no. The rest of oh, us I say, say that yes. there's, yeah. For yeah. Sure. And mine is take people to the train station, which is my leadership style. So. <laughs> oh, that's cool. 
Wait, why? What is the that? Leader steps <laughs> what does that mean? What does that mean? Yep. Is like, listen, <laughs> if you don't like it, we'll just take you to the train station and dump you off. Either is that what happens? So what happens is like they have this Yellowstone brand. Okay. Right. So it's an actual brand. Like they brand you with a hot oh, iron. Oh, so scary. And so of the that. point is, like, if you don't follow the rules or get along it's not like they kick you out they take you over into wyoming take you to the edge of the cliff shoot you and dump you off at the train station where no law is and so that's how they get rid of help that they don't want and i'm like well, first time i watched them? that i'm like no you got to shoot them but why well so they're dead they yeah. don't want to fall down there and they climb back no, up No, but then the bullet might still be in their body and then that can be traced back to you <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I would the point them. is they go to the train station because it's in Wyoming. And you know this is actually true. So when we were out in Montana. I did not know that. In Wyoming, like there's hardly any either. law enforcement. So really? like the population of the people and the number of cops that are out there, it's like there's hardly any law enforcement. In fact, hmm. they said that there are areas that, again, I'll mess it up. Lots of square miles that only one guy covers. Today? Wow. Yeah, this like world? right now. Yeah, right now. There's like, like if you get stranded out somewhere or you need help, they just tell you on your ranches, deal with your own stuff. Oh, my God. Because you really can't get the cops there, you know, to be able to do Good it. To so anyway, so the train station is they go from where they're at in Montana to Wyoming and kill people and dump them over the edge. And the first time I saw that, I'm like, hey, that's a great leadership lesson <laughs> right there. You know, you can't get along with anybody. Yeah. Just tell them, hey, you got a choice. Either yep. get in or go to the train station. Yeah. You, you want know, train so tickets? Does anybody know what Nick's shirt said? It said Mine the same was thing. Pre- yeah, yeah. Same the thing. train station too. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay, both so great, the same great thing. leadership. But anyway, it's kind of evolved into this. So Jenny's brought a whole nother element to uh-huh. our podcast. Meaning she's been really good about getting guests, and I keep getting like, "When's Jenny going to ask me now?" Really? Oh yeah. So Why aren't they coming to me? I. Well, That's what I keep telling. I them. know. I know. No, here's been the problem because I've had two people come to me. Well, the problem has been I was supposed to relay the message, but typical of <laughs> my great communication stuff and is people like say I'm bad. Shane Flora <laughs> and Steven, my son-in-law. He's like, what do I have to do to get on the podcast? Oh, my gosh. You know, we're fans, and we can't get on. And I'm like, listen, Jenny does it all. I'm Okay, I'm who just, was it? Steven and who else? Steven, my son-in-law, and right. Shane Flora, which I told you yes, about two you weeks did. ago. Yeah, no, you told me last week. Thank okay. you very much. Okay, either way, check your notes, but it's probably... Nope, I, I will ago. check my notes right the now. The point just is, is they want to be on the podcast. It's been cool because you've been bringing guests. Yeah. Nick, you know, upped our level of productions, getting us out there. So it's been a cool evolution. Oh, yeah. And some people kind of complain because they're like, well, you guys talk forever and you don't really talk that much about what happens on the Sunday morning, you know? And I said, well... Some of the evolution, and I do think this has been cool, is because we've had guests, it's been more about the guest story. Mm-hmm. What's God doing in their life? How's he working through their life? And then, yeah, we bring it all in there. So we always just tell people, like, if you're going to love the Roundtable podcast, you're going to love it because you're going to see real-life stories of God working through the lives of yeah. people mm-hmm. and us talking about how Scripture intertwines with that. Mm-hmm. But mostly it's about this is what God's doing. And right. what I love about it, too, is people are getting to know people. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a great opportunity to be like, mm-hmm. in fact, it's funny. So I met Shane last week and he was listening to the podcast. Okay. He rolls down his window. Oh, that was your first time you met him? And oh, then no, he no. asked you We're to just be on? meeting to talk. Gotcha. So, anyways, okay. he rolls down his window and I can hear the podcast going and he looks at it. He's like, who is Sherry? Oh, <laughs> my gosh. Like, she's know? like, wow. No, <laughs> oh I mean, gosh. no, he doesn't know her at all. Oh, my gosh. Listening, listening to the podcast, to he's like, wow, she is a personality. Yeah, I was on you the know. phone with her last night for over an hour. 
Really? Yeah. And I don't like to be on the phone <laughs> at all. <laughs> but you stayed on the phone for an hour? Yeah, I felt like she needed me. Okay. Well, that's a good thing. Yeah. Look at you. Yeah. Are you a counselor now? I've always been a counselor. Wow. My life experiences. Look at you. Don't even need a degree. <laughs> Anyway, so that's kind of what it involved. Mm -hmm. it, it has evolved into, and so one of the segments that we talk about is, hey, get to know what's going on in people's life, get to know our guests. Yeah. Will we start with Jenny because she seems to have the most interesting life? Absolutely, Not right? Really. Absolutely. No, really. Okay, like the things that you do in life, very few of us ever think about. Like the way that your brain works. Oh, yes. You know, very few true. people's brain. I'm not sure if that's good or bad. It's bad. <laughs> it's very bad. Very few people yes. have your, I know. like, what's happening inside of your head. I know. And I always tell people, like, you do not want to be inside my head. Because, I mean, and I was just thinking today, because I'm like, I could not get out of the house. Like, I go through this thing where I just, like, keep, like, and I'm sitting down trying to get ready. And I'm like, why can't I leave? Like, I feel stuck. Like, I... I was doing, I was working this morning. So I was on social media for like three hours. Okay. Okay. From seven 30. Okay. So it was two and a half, but whatever from seven 30 to 10. And okay. like, I could not get off of it. Meaning like, like somebody would text me and then I'd be in conversation and then a notification would pop. So I'd have to engage and then somebody else would comment on a different thing. And then since it's like everywhere, yeah, you then just can't I'm leave. Like, you, like you're just stuck inside. Yeah, cafe of it. champs, and then the church. See, and then... you would be a perfect thing. If you, like you and Zuckerberg would like. He would love Who? somebody like you. Who? Mark, Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah. Because you could put the goggles on and you could live in the world. Isn't that what it's called? The meta world. The metaverse. Yeah. Meta oh. Something? See, she could put that on and live in it and never leave her oh house. My oh my gosh! Yeah. Yes, I. That's okay. what I'm saying. This is what. This is what people yep. are catering to because it's like you could suck them in that rabbit hole. Jenny could put the goggles I on. I put a pair on my dog too, and <laughs> we would just go to town. No, your dog's in it already. Oh, is he? Yeah, and okay. that the whole idea is like they create this <laughs> yeah. like. But I want him to be in you the could experience have as well. Hundreds of dogs. Oh my gosh, I could. Yeah, everywhere. That is yeah. so weird. No, is my this friends. actually out yet? Is I can out? have a it's husband. In it's in development, but it's not out yet. No, there's some churches that are actually having it. Yeah, it's not big anywhere, but... Oh, my goodness. Here's the cool thing. So, Nick, who's behind the scenes, you're going to get to know him for a second. We have special producers in yes, here. Yes, we, we do. We forgot special, to introduce yeah, them. Huh? We do. Yeah, we'll introduce them, Jenny. Who's you with us? Them. Do you know their names? Yes, I do. I bet you don't. Yes, I do. Okay, who are they? Why do you put me on the spot like this? <laughs> I'm going to stop. It's okay. Why don't you yeah, tell me and I'll it. tell you if it's you're correct. I love it. I just knew Jennifer's that this side. is the way I knew it. So I wanted to put her on the spot because I was like... Like, there's no way she remembers their name. Yes, I did. Okay, say I'm it. I'm really bad on spot. I did. I said Scott Street, and then that's Jennifer's son. But if you gave <laughs> Does me a he second, have a name? I would think about her Does talking, he have a name? and then I would be able to remember. Okay, what is it? I just, hey, you have to give me a second. <laughs> Sorry, Jennifer's son. Well, <laughs> Jennifer Will you give son. me the first letter? Jennifer's first son letter. was the one sharing with us about first letter. Metaverse. First letter. T. Trevor. There we go. Get Yay for Jenny. Yay for Jenny. So they're sharing. So two, Scott and Trevor on Nick's team. Again, behind the scenes people have done a lot. Great you know, guys. Making, Great yeah. guys. You know, that stuff happens. We're glad that they're on there with us today. Anyway, you could live in that world. Yeah. And get trapped in it. Yeah. Oh my gosh, you know? everything's free, right? I have no Some idea. stuff is. You can go shopping. No, you can't go shopping. What do you mean? Not yet. 
No, I mean, but you like really you shopping. Like you can walk up and pick up a dress and look at it and actually buy it. You can try it on. Oh, oh you can't. That's the what I'm. Just the possibilities are endless it's right gonna now. It's going to be like real world, like Sims, but better. I used to be on Sims for like days. Who? Sims. Sim now, who? Now you're the Sim. I know. Sim who? Sim is a game. Yeah. They had like all kinds. Like, like the Simpsons? Sims. What? No. No. <laughs> like Sims, like the, I don't know. It's the game. You play life with them. Life. You play life with fake people. Yes. Yep. One time my grandpa walked in. <laughs> While you're playing a game no, with fake people? No. Okay. But yes, my cousin and I were sitting there and we it takes a minute to get like people connected. Is like, this meaning like, like you're in a like No on I a mean, computer screen? Like Isaac's I was, Oculus? I was thing? ten, so we didn't have those then. Oh, okay. But so it's on the computer and it's just like that, except you're playing it like manually. Okay. On the computer with okay. you know. And um, it takes them like you have to build a relationship just like normal people do in real life. So we had finally got these two cup, this couple to like each other. So then we were so excited because we made them try to have babies. That's a that's okay. A, wait, 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 wait. That's wait, a thing wait. on it. No, wait a second. What? So you're telling me there was this game? Yes. That you fake make people be in relationships. Yeah. They have fake it's not sex. Fake. It's real. Fake sex and have fake babies, yes. and you're interested in it. Yes. So listen, when you did do that, it was like their first time. It would be of like, having sex. Yes. It would um oh like gosh. do a whole like thing around it, and like sparks would fly, and it'd be like this big old thing that lasted like ten seconds. Okay. <laughs> Which is probably reality of the first time having sex. Yeah, no. It lasts about yeah. ten <laughs> seconds. <laughs> That's so funny. They but, probably built that into yeah, a sim. Good. That was good. But yeah, it's a whole big thing. Okay. They make it a really big deal. And then my grandpa walked in right as we, as hit, they're having sex, right as we hit the command to make them have a ba- try to have a baby. And we were trying to cover the screens with our hands. And he obviously was, he's like, move your hands. It was mortifying. See, this is the, th- I'll just never get that. And you loved it. Oh, we see. This fought, is the thing that it. Nick introduces me to these worlds that I would never oh understand because mm-hmm. Nick is like talked about this whole idea of what, meta whatever it's going to look like yeah. and That's how insane. it's going to be a like people really do it oh yeah right oh yeah ben at my youngest he's in it all the time i mean he's in he's into the gorilla tag game right now so you're essentially like a gorilla and you're moving <laughs> so you don't the gorillas they don't have legs so all your movements have to be in hand so oh you just see him in the and he's with his little Oculus oh, yeah. thing. Can't yeah, that's anything. Isaac's got an Oculus. Oh my gosh, yeah. I saw the funniest, most whatever the heck it is. I saw a great um, video on TikTok the other day. This is why I don't get on TikTok because I can be sucked. Yeah, in they're like there too. for hours. Yes, like hours, hours trapped. Yes, because it's so funny. <laughs> I, just, I am trapped. I can't get out no, for real. That's I can't how it feels. get up. But this lady, she had those on and. She was like, I don't remember what exactly happened, but she was like yelling this way. And then somebody apparently like went and attacked her. So she ran and she ran into the wall and like <laughs> fell back. It was the most. Well, let me ask you this, because this ever. is going to be off the subject. But I so you guys would be into it. Right. So that would yeah. be like you would do it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Trevor, would you do it? Iffy. Iffy. Scott. No. no. <laughs> OK. So you guys, though, you would be in it. So yeah. tell me. Do you think this is going to tell me the benefits and tell me the downfalls of this living in a virtual world in your mind? Because that's the part I'm trying to figure out. Like, 
What is, because I think that there's this dilemma, like Facebook, mm -hmm. you know, and yep. Instagram. So there's the good part of it because people are able to be in contact with people that they would never be able right. to be in contact with. In fact, this is the tension Nick and I went back and forth with all the time because I'm like, I hate social media. And Nick's like, social media is awesome because yeah. we're able to do things that we can't get done, it's you know, future. and he's going to share a little bit about how what he has done through online church and social media and how you guys have now worked together to really spread our influence. Like, so it does have a good side, right. mm -hmm. you know, that it can do, but it does also have this yeah. downfall yep. piece of it all. So tell me how you guys think, whether it's social media, virtual worlds, mm -hmm. meta, whatever you call it, tell me what do you think are going to be the benefits and are there going to be downfalls? Like, are yes. there going to be downfalls with it? The, I can think of downfalls more than like positives only because that's the first thing that comes to my mind. But well, what do you think a downfall is Anything be? that, so like exactly for social media, it's the, um, <clears throat> like you're not, like it, social media prevents some people, like for um, COVID, for example, how you're not like physical contact. It like helps you to not be in physical contact with people. So like the virtual world, you're already getting that need like of contact with people. So it could be a, barrier between you and like the real world so you think it's going to create more isolation maybe like an isolationism yes, like that's people the because, word i was looking for you know so people because i think we would agree that you know god wired us to be in relationship but does it mean i mean does I it mean physical relationship does it mean face to face does it can you do it can you be in a real relationship as you're isolated in your room i don't know because the, i guess now that i'm thinking of it more so i guess social media would be more isolating than the meta world would because you are Physically with somebody, kind no. of. No. Yes, you are. No. If you have in the meta on, world. Yes. You're not physically with somebody. I mean, I think so. You, I think you'll feel more <laughs> yes. physically. But with you're somebody. not. In a with, but you're not. You're still not. You're right. In a computer screen. No, I know, but you're still not with somebody well, physically. Right, but I think that could fill the needs that would like be wanted or needed to be filled. Like, you know what I mean? If somebody's lonely and they go on there, then they'll be fine for until the next day. You do. You think that people's needs can be met. Via yes, meta via social not media, social like media. like the well, deep needs of a person, not right? social media. But I you think, think it could be met through this meta thing? I think so. Yeah, Nick. I think more relational needs will be met meta than they are now on social media. Okay, and you don't think that there's going to be harm? I mean, there's going to be well, some, but for the most part, things. no, I know. But you're saying for the most part, you think the virtual world will have more benefits than downfalls? I. As of right now, yeah, I kind of think so. Okay. Yeah. And you think some of the greatest benefits is going to just be this idea of relationship? Well, it's all or? based around, if you listen to when Mark first talked about it, like it's all based is around relationship. Is it the real Mark Zuck Zuckerberg or the robot? <laughs> Funny right? story. <laughs> Funny. He was, oh, if wow. you, Isn't that a thing? If, right? you watched his, if you watched his story, he they actually went into the meta to talk a lot about this the big drop of the meta coming in and they all had their own avatars and there was another guy that was a robot and he was like, Hey, who are you? And you know, the guy said his name and he's like, I thought I was the robot. <laughs> the Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, Mark Zuckerberg right. is like, I thought I was the robot. Yeah. No, I think, I think you'll be a lot more, a lot more relational on, on the meta than you ever were on social media. I think it just takes it to a new level. Cause you can actually walk up to mm -hmm. somebody like you can perceive it as walking up to somebody and talking to them just like me and you were talking now. Mm -hmm. And you'll be able to hear my voice, you'll be able to hear your voice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you can just you can just talk and be open and But do you think from a well, I guess let's just ask a question. Is physical face to face relationship 
important to people and will this just flat out replace it like i don't need it see like i like with my wife i need it right but <laughs> like but the rest i of the can world. talk like i would be okay with talking with these guys right you know over the phone or over text or you know that's usually how i you know communicate with them for the most part is over text and like family but, and that's okay i don't feel separate from you guys right we're still good, right? Right. Are we okay? <laughs> yeah, listen. The, wow. You can't maybe, see this on screenshot. Scott's <laughs> going like, and Trevor's like, sure, sure Nick. <laughs> sure, Nick. No, again, I do just think it's something to think about because I, I mean, I'm a very relational person. I hate the mother freaking phone, and I hate, I hate all that stuff. Like, I would rather just like... Let's just have a conversation. Can we just look at each other? Or, like, I think from a business standpoint, it's easy. Like, texting is yes, no, yes, no. Like, let's just get over with. But you want to have a conversation with me? I hate talking on the phone. Can't we just get together and talk? Because I hate the phone. Mm -hmm. You know, and I'd rather just have it. So I don't know if it's just a generational thing, if it's a personality thing. But I'm just trying to figure out if the way that God wired us is, is it going to matter to people? Like, is it going to be like, can you live? I'll just give you an example. So it matters to your wife, but with nobody else. So let's just start saying you live in this world okay? Right? and you start living in this. Will it affect your relationship with your wife? I think if I'm constantly there and not with her, then yeah, probably. No, I'm saying like you, you balance it out, but like, will it be weird because you don't really have like, contact with any human except for your wife i don't know maybe well, no, again, to think about. what well they're probably on there well she's pretty extroverted anyway so okay yeah she has to she wouldn't like it she no. would be out with people yeah like so you're not going to go on a date with her like her on meta and you that would be amazing hey honey hey. it's date night yeah go, go ahead and put your goggles we on go wherever, we wherever you want baby <laughs> it's gonna so be much perfect fun, though no. Yes, it what? would. Why? I don't know. Can you Why? eat while doing it? That'd be so weird. Will they see you eat when you're doing it? I don't Can know. Can you hold up like a Twinkie Maybe. or something? And a Twinkie? Maybe. I, that was the first thing that came to my mind. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. No, I'm again. You know? It's still in the beginning stages. I mean, it's still infant stages. No, yeah. I know. But nobody invests, like Trevor said, nobody invests however many billion dollars unless right. they think that they can trap Jenny in that world. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. Why else would they do it? Yeah. Right. They know that there is a generation of people. So why? What is so Mark Zuckerberg or Facebook? What's the why behind it? Why would somebody invest that kind of money, you know, to be able to do it? What are they trying to accomplish? He said build relationships. We'll see if that's really what really what he wants to. But he said you'll be able to engage. <laughs> Trevor, <laughs> Trevor's gone. But that's mm -mm. what he said about Facebook, mm -mm. too, didn't he? Well, and I think in the beginning it was. Yeah. I mean, it still kind of is. But then you What have is it? Facebook. Is what? I mean, you are building relationships. Yeah. and it, Yeah. Like, I think that's the good part of Facebook. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But again, you know, people like that don't just invest money for the good of other people. That's a lot of right. money. I mean, there's a, there's, a, there's a plan behind all of that. And, I get, and again, we'll just see how it plays out. Hmm? Because I think people today could say, if you look generationally at a generation who grew up on social media, there's some gaps. Right? Yeah, like oh, yeah. There, there are some gaps with those people, or there's some gaps with, you know, people who grew up behind a screen, mm -hmm. right? Like there are some relational mm -hmm. gaps that are missing with people. So I guess we'll just have to see, you know, how that plays out and how it, you know, moves forward and what we see what that looks like. Right. 
Anyway, I cut off the subject, but Jenny, you have the most interesting life of all of us. Not <laughs> really. So what are you doing? What's going on in your life? Well, last night I went to my niece's basketball game. It was the first one of the season. And I have never been so into a game than I was last night. Like, I was getting mad at some little kids. What? Because they were being so vicious. Like, the other team, they were just like, they would not. How old them, is this? Um, like, third grade. <laughs> no, fourth grade. Well, it's fourth and fifth graders because it's yeah, and so the school. Like, they're playing defense and they got a little too close or something? Yes. They wouldn't let them breathe. <laughs> And I even That's the idea of point. suffocating defense. The girl, no, but it was bad because it was like other teammates because they're young. They don't really know what they're doing. So other team, like two against one, essentially. Yeah, that's called trapping and suffocating defense. It's, yeah, that. It's awful. <laughs> but they kept getting the whistle blown and everything else because it was so bad. But yeah. And then you were yelling. Did you yes. yell? Are you yeah. a yeller? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Are you really, Does that Beth? that surprise you? I was Beth? a cheerleader. Beth Dutton. Yes. Yeah, like no. passion. Oh, I get it. Protecting. Yeah, Protecting that's her right. family. She's a no. protector. Oh, yeah. yes, I am. You're going to get, yeah, I'm going to come down there. I'm going to smack you. Yeah, I about See? went down in the it's coming of the out. court. I know. Sounds like Beth. Every yeah. time I go to like a game or something, or I, I've been watching Cheer, which is a, um, it's on Netflix. Do you know about it? Because your daughter mm-hmm. is so good. Anyways, they came out with season two, and I binged it. But when they did their competition, like, I wanted to be out there so bad. But then yet last night, I wanted to go down to that court and show them up. Really? Even you wanted were, to like, go out young. there and, like, I guess yes. a third grader and show them how to thousand. Yes, done. I did last night, yeah. and I felt bad about it. But. <laughs> <laughs> and you want to do the same thing when it comes to cheerleading? Oh, yeah. You Like, you want to go out there? Well, you, I was, you were a cheerleader. The TV Listen, screen, don't yeah. you remember? Were you yeah. here on season one when she got up and did her little cheerleading move? Yes. And he about was, pulled was a I hamstring? Here? What do you mean, was he here? He no, was that doing was, that. I no, think Isaac was oh, producing that. Right. I, I don't forgot. think I was here. So I Jenny got up and did her little like yeah, I did. cheerleading thing. I don't remember what I did. Hey, you know though. what's funny? So I was with Shane and them on the, in Breckenridge when we were skiing. Yeah. And so we were talking about like, they're like sore and can't let go. And I'm like, dude, I From skiing? Yeah, I said, I mean, it is I guess that's a little true. bit You're hard. Using, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. anyway, I'm like, I don't feel that bad. And I, I, I always joke. I'm like, I feel like I'm 25. Listen, I feel the <laughs> same as I'm 25. And so I told him, I'm like, I can still do a front handspring. Did you do and it? And they're like, you cannot do I said, I guarantee you right now I could do a front handspring. Where? What kind of floor were you on? No, I'm saying anywhere I can no, do a front handspring. No, but did you do it? No, I didn't do it. Oh. But I'm telling you right now I could do a front handspring. Okay, hand well, spring. we would like to see that. Oh, like racing you? The same thing? <laughs> we did race. No, we yes, did we it. did. Did it get taped? Yes, did it did. Race? I have it. Did yeah, because he Who sent won? it to Did me. you ever show? You Who did. do you think won? The guy that's 25 oh, years old. Oh the 25-year-old guy. Yeah, the 25-year-old guy. Whatever won. he won, yeah. I know. Just okay. like I can do a front handspring. Okay, cool. No, it is cool. That's not cool. Come on, I just, give the I old man. You I can't, can't picture imagine, me doing a front no, handspring. No, I cannot. That's all I'm trying to that say. That would you just can't. be a sight to see. You should walk in, like when you first start, when you go up on Sunday morning, you should just like an introduction, just do a front handspring. The front thing, it's like not real graceful though. So when I land, there's like a big boom. That would be a really big boom too. <laughs> That's you what I'm saying. Like when <laughs> I make it over on, and oh I hit my, my feet on the ground, it's like a boom. Well, then that's not a correct front handspring. If you are like not having a good dismount or whatever, if you're not landing, are you a landing? Dismount? No, I meant it's landing. Not. I'm thinking gymnastics huh? now. No, I mean it's probably not the most. I mean, look at me. Do I look like a graceful? No, person? you don't. No, I know. So <laughs> when I all. do it and the landing hits, it's like a boom. Yeah. Okay. So when it gets warm, we'll go out in the grass and do it. Yeah, because you don't want to do it on a second. Or floor. I could do do it on the on do the, it on the turf. Yeah. But oh, yeah, either way, go. yeah, we'll have to repeat Jenny's little. Yeah, don't try to drag stuff. this yeah. out till summer. Huh? I said, don't try to anyway, drag it out. Anyway, anything else going on in your life? Uh, not that. Nope. I keep Nothing exciting. So. No. 
Okay. I don't know. All right. So Nick, so introduce yourself. Give us a little bit who you are behind the scenes, like what you're doing, and then we'll kind of elaborate how God's using you. So for the people who don't know you. (laughs) Yeah. So um, been married for 18 years. Um, Have a daughter who is 18, a 15-year-old son and 12-year-old son. So they keep us busy athletics and yelling at them about their grades and all of that oh, fun geez. stuff. They still uh, have power school. Yeah, I love it. You love power oh, school? What is power school? The thing where you look and see if your kids are flunking. Oh, that is so Well, nice. I mean, that's how we used it. <laughs> like, Jeremy, you have oh, three Oh, that's how Fs. we use it. Yep. <laughs> you probably shouldn't have three Fs. Oh, that's right. really nice. Yeah, and then you can get on and see if they have mission Well, the only reason and... you get Fs is because you don't do your homework. Right. Yes. Like, that was what it was. Like, no, mis- you didn't yeah, turn this all in. Missing. Didn't do- yeah. yeah. Gosh, so annoying. <laughs> so they keep you busy. Right. Um, yeah. My Good. wife, she's at Salamone. She's a reading interventionist. So she just works with kids who need help reading. Absolutely loves it. Okay. But um, she's been a teacher. She's been a teacher like for like six, for, seven years. Yeah, yeah, for a long time. Yeah. Yep. Good. Good. Yeah. Sings on the worship team. Uh, yeah. Multifaceted. She is. Just mm-hmm. like her husband. She's yeah. one of those like annoying people that can do everything <laughs> really well. Like Josh Harrison can pick up like any kind of instrument and play it, you mm. know? Yeah. Like those people are just annoying. And it's like. <laughs> she can pick you know, up any you, instrument? Well, I mean, she can just, everything that she does is just mm. really That's good. not the way it is for you? No. Huh? No. Dude, you haven't played you, guitar Did you hear long? me play last week? Um, Two weeks ago? It was rough. All I heard is myself screaming. Yeah, Scott muted me. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> no. I don't, he may be. I didn't. Maybe. <laughs> you don't know, but think it could have possibly well, I didn't happened. That it was bad. I looked like I was having fun, though. So you that's did. all that matters. That's mattered. all that matters. <laughs> yeah. Game face. Yeah. Works oh, yeah. Game. But you just picked it up and played. I mean, you haven't played on the workshop It's been a while for a year. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and then yeah, he was... can sing. Have you ever heard him sing? I have. Yeah. I saw him sing one time when during yeah. COVID. Oh. Right? You and oh, Heather right. and yeah. Emma all that's sang. Right. Oh, yeah. So sweet. Oh. Those yeah. were fun times. COVID? Yeah. Yeah, that was best. fun time. Well, just doing those different, those oh, different interacting yeah. things. Yeah, right. not the COVID part. It <laughs> was brutal. Okay, how long have you been at Life Church? So, kind of describe. So, I, your journey at Life Church. So, I started coming to Life Church about seven years ago, I think. Um, yeah, and just came just to, you know, just kind of be a part of a church and not really work, like right. be involved with a church, mm-hmm. and. You know, um, after a while, it was, you know, a month or so, a few months of being here. I'm like, you know, I I felt kind of guilty for not using the talents that God gave me to, to, to do what I needed, what he's asked me to do as I'm just kind of just sitting here, just being selfishly, just being a part of the congregation instead of doing something. So met with Nichelle, she's like, yeah, we would love to have somebody, you know, in this, you know, tech area. And so started you know, working with her and, and joining the, the audio team and working with pro presenter and all of that stuff. And, you know, a few, a few years later, I get an email from you saying, Hey, you want to meet? And I'm like, Oh crap. What I do. Cause <laughs> we, every time I send serious. an email to somebody, well, it's like yep. the same story. Yep. We had crap. met maybe once before, no, no. like at, Nichelle and I always had a relationship of, of working together and, you know, trying to figure out all that, you know, how things work and how to get better and dreaming and all of that. And we just never really talked. And so you sent me that email. I'm like, man, I messed up somehow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you were so afraid he was going to take sits you to down, the train station. He sits down. And, yeah. <laughs> I thought, I thought I was heading to yep, the train he station. He thought he was a goner. Uh, do I have that person? Do I have this intimidating yes. personality? 
No, it's just I think no, so. it's just the boss. You know, you never hear, you never talk to the boss, and then he's like, "Hey, we should meet." Yeah, the boss. Is so scary. we met, and you offered me a position of um, like part time tech and part time small group. Yeah, and which is funny. We're like, we'll see how this works yeah. out. Yeah. And yeah, which was crazy. So yeah, finally, I think it was in June of 2017. Oh wow! I think May or June uh-huh. um, started here and. Was there a ton of people? How many people were on the like tech team and all that? Well, we, audio at that point we only had um, an audio team and then like a pro, pro presenter team, and so we had, you know, oh. I think three audio guys, myself included, and then you know three or four like pro presenter people, um, and those were the only spots that we really had. Because so we weren't well, really I mean, so that. two things I think are important for people to understand about Nick's story. So one was. Part of this process, so even though I'm not meeting with Nick, I'm meeting with Michelle. So right. Michelle's talking to me about Nick's journey, where he's at, what God's doing in his life. And again, this happens with 90%, maybe 100% of the people who have ever been hired here. It's always been like, people are telling me about, like, this is their journey, this is what God's doing. And we just kind of look around and say, like, God's doing something special in their life. Is there anything they can do? Because I just want an entry into and I think every person probably that's here is not doing the same job they did when they started you know so it was like God doing something in Nick let's look around Hmm. so we don't have anybody doing small groups and we have somebody you know the tech part of it you know so we the tech part made sense the small group was a stretch because Nick's an introvert and hates people. Yeah, that was a stretch. Yes. <laughs> not hates people. I was about to say he does not hate people. <laughs> Be Nick nice. Nick is an introvert and would rather through not talk through. to people. Which yes. shocked me. I had no idea that he was an introvert. Oh man. Right. So it was a stretch, but the point just was, let's get it in. Let's get started and and let's evolve it through. Let's try to figure out which is what we try to do with everybody. Right. Mm-hmm. Who are they? How is God working in their life? And honestly, let's just figure out what that's like. Mm-hmm. And he came and essentially took over when we were at a place where, like, we were where we started, meaning we had live worship mm-hmm. and we, you know, were trying to put together good audio, good tech, and some lighting, you know. And so he came in in this early stage of, and even though it wasn't early in the church, we were at the same place then as we were when we started, meaning oh, wow. sound team. Music yeah. and a few lights, you know, and we were just trying to figure out how to do that well. So right. that's where we were in the beginning. So from that, I mean, if you look at where we are today, mm-hmm. you know, and how we got there, I think that's an integral part of thinking through Nick's journey and working with his team and processing kind of where we wanted to go. Yeah. And, you know, so I think that's a cool part to, for people to understand because some people that just come thinks we've been like this forever. Right, which is crazy. Yeah, no, I know. That's what I'm saying. I mean, we were nowhere. Well, even two years ago, mind you, we were still upstairs. Yeah, right. In 2020, right. Two years ago seems wild. Well, and the point just was is, is that we were at a place where, and we'll get into this, and you can talk about it because I think this is a cool part of like how your journey worked. Because we were at a place where we said we had been evaluating a couple things. We think that we needed to have space on people's phones because we think that was going to be the future, mm-hmm. right? So we're like, we better get an app. We better figure out what that mm-hmm. looks like. And we were at a place where we're saying the next generation of people are probably going to watch before they come, right? Mm-hmm. So we were in this whole process of like, hey, Nick, go out there and try to figure out online church. So this was before COVID, 
Yeah. I mean, we were looking That's at so online church before COVID ever happened. Mm-hmm. Nick was in, because I had said, and no offense to anybody that does this, but <laughs> I could not stand getting on Facebook and watching this one camera of people's church services oh, yeah. that sounded like absolute garbage and they were all excited about it. Mm-hmm. Wow, heart this and all these stupid hearts floating <laughs> around. Man. And I'm like, I wouldn't heart any of this. I'd put a pile of crap on it because oh, it's my annoying. Like it's just, you can't hear them. The music yes. sounds like crap. The, it's not an experience. It's yeah. just like mm-hmm. saying, wow, look at us. We're on Facebook. And I'm like, Nick, please don't make me ever do that. <laughs> right? I mean, that's yeah. a, again, in the beginning, I'm like, I don't want a viewing experience. I want an online yeah. church. Right. Right. And so Nick started to take that whole process on. And this is the evolution. So we're just like, Nick, forget small groups. Like, it ain't going to work. We'll get <laughs> so some. So that's not going to work out. How long did you have them for? Maybe a few months. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was, <laughs> wow. Yeah. It was early <laughs> on. We were like, okay, that ain't Was it even work. in small group season? Uh, we had small groups meeting and things yeah. were happening. Oh, really? And I think at the time yeah. is when Paul came on. Yeah. You know, so Paul, Paul Atkins, you know, mm-hmm. was like, hey, he came to me and uh-huh. said, feel like God's calling me into ministry, so I want to quit my job. And I'm like, don't quit your job, dude. And like, how about part-time? So he's like, small groups, relationships. And then a lot of it, too, was a lot of times people want to come on staff because they see my deficiencies and like, you're terrible at taking care of people. So <laughs> how about I come on oh and take care gosh. of people? No, it really is. Like, I'm not a... I'm not a real caretaker type of a guy. Like, I love people, mm-hmm. and I love spending time with people, but I'm not a, like, hold your hand, sit beside your yeah. couch, mm-hmm. have coffee with you mm-hmm. all day person. So mm-hmm. Paul came on and, like, I could do that. Like, I, that's my gifting, and I'm like, it's perfect, and you mm-hmm. can take over small groups, and we can kind of release Nick into doing stuff that, you know, he hasn't been doing, you know, in the past, and let's start developing some. So he had been working on online church or online community before COVID ever hit. Yeah. How long before? Well, we we bought a video camera. Our first, The first camera we bought was probably two years before COVID, two or okay. three years. And so we were recording every service, not putting it out live. Oh. We wanted to be able to say, you know, one thing we talked about is like, if we really want to make it to where you watch before you, you know, you come to church, yeah. we, be, we better be able to bring a good product, like what we do on Sunday morning. If we can't recreate it online, then, yes. then nobody's going to want to come in right. in-house to see it. And so, yeah, it took a long time of figuring out what does that look like? Mm-hmm. How does that work? What do we need? Yeah, because we had many conversations need? about yeah. like... If you watch that, would you go to that church? Right. I'm like, I'd never go. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's terrible. Like that right there. If you were going to try to draw me in by what that thing was yeah. on Facebook. If this is your front porch, I'm not yeah, walking Yeah, you in just that drove door. me out. But what if it yeah. was a really good, like, pastor and you really liked everything they were saying? No, again, it's just a personality thing. Because mm-hmm. when I look at that kind of stuff, I'm thinking, like, you didn't think through anything. That immediately turns you off, mm-hmm. like, even from the words. Yeah, just because it's my thought is, is like, listen, if you think that that's that valuable, then get your crap together. It's out there. Like, I guess it goes back okay. to this. I've always said, like, you know what drives me nuts about the church? Is culture's always ahead of us. Why? Mm-hmm. We have a better message than culture. Yeah. What are we doing? Like, why in the world would we not be leading culture? So why is it that everything the church puts out subpar? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Their, yeah. their video's subpar, their sound's subpar, their... Their teaching, their mm-hmm. environment, their building. Like, why Why is culture so far ahead when we have way better messages? All they're trying to sell is peanuts. 
<laughs> you know what Peanut? I mean? I'm just Is saying. That your first thing that came to your mind. Yeah, I was just sitting there. I love that. I watched this this thing on <laughs> Ag, yes, Ag Day about harvesting remember. peanuts exactly. and making into peanut butter. Have you ever played that game where you just like randomly say what comes to your mind, like the first thing, like you have to like say. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Okay, say it. What's first well, thing? Well, I would mind? have to no, give you go. a description. No, like, go. No, like, like go. A type. No, like, go. Like dog. something. And then you'd have to say whatever comes to your mind. It's drowning. <laughs> <laughs> That is so funny. That I've yes. heard many people say, like, I don't know if that was their first time coming or something, but it was that, like, kept them, like, oh. just that, I don't know, it just it meant something to them. <laughs> anyway. Like, a good thing. Like, so, they, it, I guess it was maybe that you were real, like, you say things. When they came in person. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it's different. It's way different. You should know that. You do social media. It's way oh, different yeah. online than it is in person. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're in person and the band is crappy, you're going to sit through 15 minutes of crappy yeah. music oh, to yeah. listen to the pastor. Okay. Online, if the music's crappy, you're gone. You're not even going to get to the pastor. Well, and again, it was for oh, me, yeah. it was this whole, like, I just don't get it. Why would we not strive? We have a message that will change the world. Yeah. Like, this message is yeah. going to change the world. So why is that? Do you think that gets the message out? We're talking to people, because when you're looking at the unchurched, or the people that we want to see this, because mm-hmm. we're not trying to. Like, I could care less about the person who's been in church for 20 years, because they'll put up with garbage. Right. I'm talking about the person who doesn't know Jesus, or is investigating Jesus, is going yeah. to the movie theater, is watching TV, is a part of something that people cared about, and then they go on, they're like, oh, the church, they could care less about their message. Like, how excited are they about Jesus? Yeah, one little still <laughs> camera that's 30 feet away from the stage, and I can't understand, and the worship team sucks, and the yeah. you yeah. know the, the presentation sucks, and you can't hardly see anything. I'm like, wow, I'm glad you care about Jesus. And <laughs> with the Bibles on the back. <laughs> My pens. point just is, is so I, I mean, again, I, I feel bad for Nick because, I mean, I just flat out told him I don't want that. Right. I don't want that. I don't care how long it takes us. I don't want that. And so you need to figure out how we can't be that because that will drive me crazy. Yeah, and you were learning at the time too, right? Oh, I, I have no idea what I'm doing. Yeah, daily. I'm just throwing stuff against the wall and seeing what sticks daily. Oh, absolutely. But what's cool is Scott, who's one of our producers today, was somebody that you partnered with and who had oh, yeah. experience in production. Oh, awesome. yeah. yeah. And so, Nick, again, back to what we've always said, if you don't know, this <laughs> is true. He's right? calling his Scott's eyes. my guy. I'm the introvert. No, my Scott's my is, guy. No, I'm saying this because it's really true. Like, I know it, yeah. Here's the, and again, I always... And I highlight this not to just point it out like Scott's awesome. The point just is is that here's what we challenge everybody at Life Church to do. I believe the visions that God gives me is way beyond anything that we've ever done. So it means you have to surround yourself with people to be able to make it happen because mm-hmm. the biggest dilemma for most people that start working at Life Church is they sit in a meeting with me and I throw out all these things and they're like, uh. <laughs> and I'm just flat out saying like, that's the way that I want it to be. So don't let you be the barrier. So go out there and try to find people that can help you get it done. Mm-hmm. So the challenge is find the Scott streets, find the people that find the, you know, uh, Huntington university, you know, people find, find people who are doing it mm-hmm. and let's work together on being able to get it done. And so oh, that, yeah. I mean, so initially, so, I mean, it's kind of, I'm, I'm going to really build this up because initially this was a huge challenge. Cause I kept being like, dude, yeah, like, terrible, terrible. <laughs> we got to get good. We got to get better. We got to work. Well, it's going to take money. Well, we don't have any money. Right. Oh yeah. You know, that was the other <laughs> thing. Can you make it really good with no money? Yeah. Nope. <laughs> right. But that was my point. <laughs> yeah. So, because again, I say this is, this is something that Nick had to work through. It's like, keep dreaming. 
learning, because yeah. this is a lesson for all of us. Just because you can't have it right away doesn't mm -hmm. mean that you don't prepare and dream for the time that God releases something. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because that's where we were. It's like a lot of people get stuck because they're mad mm -hmm. that it doesn't happen right away. Yeah, like, that, yeah. I put in all the time, and I did all the dreaming, and we have everything prepared, and the leader won't pull the trigger. And I'm just like, keep, stay, stay vigilant. God's getting mm -hmm. ready to do something. And when he's ready, we need to be prepared, yeah. which is what happened because COVID <laughs> hit. Yeah. And then I've got a real burr up my butt because... <laughs> When Why? COVID, I got to burr up my butt. What happened? So when COVID hit, the yes. whole thing was like, you can't meet because if you touch somebody, you're going to bleed out oh your nose God. and your ears and die on the street. Isn't that crazy? We all believed it. Well, no, here was the thing is I didn't even know there was a thing. And we got into a staff meeting and there are other people on staff who are way more up on things that I could care less about, mm -hmm. you know? And so they came into the meeting and like, wow, did you know something like COVID and what are, what's going to be our reaction? I'm like, what the heck's COVID? And essentially they oh. described it as Ebola. I was in that meeting. Yeah. I don't know if sure. you were in that Not meeting. That yes, it was March. No, 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 no. no, 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 no this, this was, was St. Patrick's Day. Okay. I, I think people described it like if Ebola, you touch somebody, Ebola, you're, you're going to bleed out your nose and your ears and you're going to fall over dead mm. on the street. And I'm like, yeah. well, I don't watch the news. I guess I'm going to trust you. So we shut down <laughs> at some point, mm -hmm. right? So at some point we shut down and then we went to this like, we got to do our diligence and tape things and go through things. And I'm like, well, you know, and I mean, whatever. But then finally, when it came to this, like, there's a chance to open up. And the only way we're going to get it done is have more space. I'm like, hey, Nick. <sighs> So in the course of however many months or one month or however long, oh, it was, I yeah, need maybe you six not, weeks. Yeah. yeah, I need you to equip Champs Academy, get a stage built, get camera, get this ready to go. So during that we can COVID, when yeah, no. there's like oh, nothing yeah. available. No, yeah. right. So yeah. I'm like, you need to get it done because yeah. I'm going to open back. And up. that was a three year prayer. Like, no, we have been praying that for a wow. long time. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, we had when we started in. You know, I was here right when we started going into two services. Then we went to three services, and we're like, okay, we still need some room. Mm -hmm. You know, let's pray about moving down to Champs. And we, I mean, we prayed. We got quotes. And, I mean, wow. it was three years of us just Yeah, keep you know, bringing waiting. me quotes. Yeah. Quotes. We don't have the money. We, you know, we don't have, you know, and again, it was fine. Yeah. Like, it was just, just the thing I was yeah. saying is, like, Nick was very vigilant with his teams of saying, Okay, I put it in front of him. He said no again. Put it yeah. in front of him. Said no again. And you guys were prepared, though. I mean, kudos to what you're doing. Because then I said, "We're opening up." <laughs> oh, oh yeah, we're going downstairs. And That's we're going insane. downstairs. <laughs> and we need a stage. Six and we're going to go online. And all that stuff that was crappy that we couldn't get done. It needs to get. Oh done. yeah. So That's we need to be thing. professional. We need to get it right. We need to get sound. We need to. So how much is it going to cost? Whatever it's going to cost, let's go get it done. We got the money, yep. you know, and we went out there. And again, it's so funny because now people walk into Champs and be like, wow, yeah. you guys have been like this forever. Yeah, nope. And it has been a big switch. Oh, yeah. Right. And so in this, so I want you to talk about this because I think this is an important part of your journey and honestly where Life Church is now. So we said in the beginning... FaceTime with people, right? So they can watch it online. Yep. And the hope just was, oh, they'll come to church someday, but they'll view it beforehand, right? And so we're thinking inside of Huntington or maybe a little bit of outside of Huntington, people are going to watch it. It's going to be good quality. We're going to actually have an online like, it's actually online. It's not just Facebook. Mm -hmm. Like, you have a campus pastor that's talking to you. Like, it's professional. Like, this isn't right. 
crap, you know, and we're going to mm-hmm. do it. And our idea is you get a view of it and then you're going to come. Mm-hmm. Like, so that's how it started. What has evolved into is so much different than what it is today. So talk a little bit about where our vision was, where you think our vision is going with this whole online presence, because really you and your team are kind of this mastermind behind what the effects have happened and how, because I don't think people really get this. Lots of people walk into Life Church right now and they're like super excited because it's like growing and God's moving and God's presence. And they're looking at all this. They have no idea what God's doing through online communities. Mm-hmm. So talk a little bit about the shifts and what's happening and even how, not only how online communities grown, how the podcast has grown and where we're like, how we're seeing content created by your teams yeah. Yeah. is influencing, not just a small community of people. So talk right. a little bit about that. Yeah. Well, when we, yeah, like I said, you know, just like you said, when we talked about bringing, you know, our Sunday morning online, it was just a front door. Yeah. You know, we had talked about it was just going to be a front door where you'd never been to church before. You wanted to check it out before you actually drove over to the building. You would check it out. If you liked it, then you would yeah. come into the building, and then that would be it. Or for people that come to church regularly, let's say they go on vacation yeah. or they can't mm-hmm. make it, they can, you know, they can come in and just watch and still be a part. And the more that we started getting up to where we actually did online it was it started to become more of like this should be a church plant mm. like this shouldn't be just a way for you to come into the physical building of life church like this should be where you know people develop relationships and and can see Jesus just the way they can um in house and so we we created a you know a campus pastor position to where um we have um, they're like hosts, but um, with more responsibilities mm-hmm. to uh, engage with people and meet new people and pray with people um, online. Right. And um, they're there every Sunday. You know, we didn't even, you know, when we first started online, we weren't even on Facebook. We just went to, you know, the church online platform. So you had to be intentional with mm. with getting there. Like you just didn't, it's it's like you didn't just drive by Life Church and just decide to pop in. Like yeah, you knew sure. you right. were coming to church on Sunday morning. Right. I wanted it to be the same way online. Like right. you just don't scroll through Facebook and there it is. So you just sit and watch. Like you're mm-hmm. intentionally going there. Mm-hmm. And so we did that for quite a while of just people just coming in to, and, you know, I think people are still a little weirded out about chatting during, you know, during worship and during uh, oh, when, you know, the me- the speaker's talking. And so we've still got a lot of work to do. But, I mean, I love just watching all of the relationships that are already built with our campus pastors and with other people. And, you know, you see somebody pop into the, the chat and you can just tell how other people are excited that they're there. I mean, like, it's a it's a little church family. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're looking at the analytics now, and we're, you know, all throughout the country. Um, I had a friend who was a missionary in Peru, and she used to watch, you know, weekly while she was down there before COVID brought her back. And, you know, and now we're getting messages now of, you know, people who are watching and, and feel like Life Church is their home states away. Mm-hmm. And so now... You know, now we're looking at it like, hey, we're not just an online church where you're doing it online and then we expect you to come here. Right. Like we're an online church where your church is online. So how do we how do we connect with you outside of the Sunday morning? Like mm-hmm. how do we engage? How do we how do we help you take your next steps towards Jesus? And mm-hmm. so that's kind of like where we're at right now is trying to figure out the things that we do here in house of like 
how do we, you know, get you to attend and serve and give and be in community? How do we do that online? Like, mm-hmm. what does that even look like? Mm-hmm. Or how do we equip what I think is happening? Like, I think little house churches are popping up all over the United States. Oh, oh yeah. Of people who, maybe it's just a logistical thing, like some mm-hmm. people who watch in Wyoming or Colorado, that if you ever drive around out there and you are in a rural place, it is difficult to get to church. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, they're just not mm-hmm. down the road, you know? And so I think there are some rural people that are like, we got internet, and so we're going to watch, and so we get the family together, and we sit around and we watch, yeah. and we feel like Life Church our home, mm-hmm. right? right. And so how do we help equip... Mm-hmm. them, give yeah. them leadership, give them accountability, help them pray, pray with them. Like right. whatever your prayer requests are, mm-hmm. we want to be able to pray with you because I honestly think that's some of the coolest things happening because it's not just like this is, Hey, there's some people in Warren and some people in Wabash and some people right. in Fort Wayne. I mean, these are people in other States. Oh yeah. You yeah. know, that are listening. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, oh, I yeah. don't know all the analytics, but I know. Well, we just had a conversation with, with Kim on mm-hmm. Instagram you know, she mentioned, yeah. you know, that, hey, she lives in New York and she's been, you know, attending online since September. Her daughter comes to HU. Right. So they came down. She found Live Church, loved it, went, had to go back home. Right. You know, and so now she's, a, you know, an online member. And yeah. so, like, you know, talking with, you know, with Kim on there, she's just... Hopefully, I can say her name. Um, <laughs> already did. There's a lot of Sorry. Kims. There's, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of there's Kims. There's a lot of yeah. Kims. Yeah. Especially uh, yeah. Right. Come on. Yeah. There's, yeah. But, how, yeah. So, how, what are, like, what, what are Kim's next steps? Mm-hmm. You know? Like, how do, we, how do we promote relationships and community yeah. from, from New York? Because mm-hmm. I, I can't really expect her to come here for no, Grow for Night. Sure. You know, or for a small mm-hmm. group. So, how do, we, mm-hmm. how do we develop something to help her? Right. Online. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so if you're listening to the podcast, I mean, I think this is important is, is that part of who we are is like, we want to go where God is and how mm-hmm. he's working. And so part of that happens because you tell us how he's working. Yeah. Right. So part yes. of that feedback yeah. piece is just to say, this is how God's working and this is what we need from you. Mm-hmm. You know, so if you're out there and you're a podcast listener and you're an online you know, viewer of what we're doing, let us know your needs. Like we don't know that we can meet them, but the point is we're praying. We think that we think today that there is a movement of God that life church is a part of. Yeah. Like we think that God is doing some pretty incredible things. He's using us. So for today, we think that the vessel of life church is being used, you know, and we want to continue to be a part of that. But part of that is hearing from you, hearing your stories, giving us feedback so that we can then go out and, you guys as a team who have the expertise of putting it together can say, oh, like these are some things that we can do or these right. are some things that we can try because the culture of life churches is the only way that we can fail at life church is never doing anything. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So we create a culture of like, I have no idea. Just try it. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? I mean, I just yep. do it. Like, we'll see if it works. It works. If it doesn't work, we'll try something else. And that's what I love about being here is yeah. the evolution of things and the way that things happen, like we don't really hold on to anything. Like right. it either worked or it didn't work. Nobody really cares. Yeah. You know, just because we had a vision in the beginning that this would be about bringing people in because right. they watch online and just because it didn't turn into that. I don't want to be over here where God isn't. Mm-hmm. I want to say, Oh, he's over there. Let's just go over there. Who really cares what yeah. I thought? Right. Learning. You know, yep. and I think that's neat because you guys too have embraced that. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. You guys have a team have embraced like, because we do it with excellence, because we really think through these and because you guys are dreaming of ways to be able to get it done, then we're able to put content out in a way that can mm-hmm. change the lives of people. Oh yeah. Right. And so 
give us that feedback, help us understand what yeah. that looks like. And absolutely, you know, and again, just maybe you can reiterate, like, here's what we're thinking about for the future. Mm-hmm. We're trying to figure out how to bring yeah. small groups. I mean, you know, we always talk about in, you know, our staff meetings, like the way that we um, can measure like what we think is like a believer, like a third chair person mm-hmm. is they give, they serve, they're in community and they yep. attend. I think we've got the attending part figured out. You know, I think we've got the giving part figured out. So how do we, how do we help them serve and how do we help them mm. like build community? Mm-hmm. So I think that's the, that's kind of like where my mind is right now is like, mm-hmm. how do I, how do I create a space in New York or Colorado or Florida or yeah. overseas mm-hmm. Of how do I create a, a space where people can build relationships yep. and build community where they can reach other people in their communities instead of um, just coming here? Right, right. Yeah, so let's talk about just real quick because we're getting towards the end. So let's talk about a couple things. So, one, we're in a new series. So, yeah. we started this new series called Revelation, and we're going through the first, the letters, so the uh, chapter one, then mm-hmm. going through the seven letters to the church. Mm-hmm. The emphasis of the series was this, like, we believe that the presence of God is the only thing that can change broken things, right? right? So we, whether, again, so we've talked about worship, teaching, online community, lots mm-hmm. of platforms. Like, we're trying to build platforms. Right. That's what we're doing. We're out there saying, we're going to do platforms, and we're going to do them excellent, and we're mm-hmm. going to do them the best of our ability, because we believe if we can create platforms, then God can work. And if we're obedient, God can work. And if we go where he is, God can work. And so Mm -hmm. we believe that the presence of God changes the lives of people. And so what I want us to to think through, or as we go through this series, I want you to talk about ways, because I think this is important. Um, We're creating content, not just to create content, right? Right. Like the idea of what we're doing on a Sunday morning. So I specifically want to just focus on this. So... We create content on a Sunday morning, and if you're here, you get this content, and or if you've watched online, you've received the content. But we believe that this content can spur things on in the lives of other people. So how does a person, so if you're out there and you're saying, you know what, right now, because this is what we're trying to do, is Mm -hmm. you're trying to expand expand influence, right? right? So content that we believe is honoring God, how do we expand our influence? So in church, we say, bring somebody to church and Mm -hmm. they can experience it. But it's different online. Right. So if you're a person that's into social media, Mm -hmm. right? So if you're a person that's on Instagram, if you're a person that's on Facebook, and you and Jenny can specifically talk to this because this is both of your areas, right? Right. Because Jenny's in charge of our social media marketing. Nick's in charge of all our content creation and making sure that we're done with excellence. If I'm a person out there and I'm saying, you know, right now, you know, Mike makes me feel guilty every time he says you should be bringing somebody to church and I don't bring anybody. <laughs> right. right? You know, like I don't feel like I'm doing my part. Yeah. But you have an online presence, which mm-hmm. a lot of people do. Like yeah. you have friends and yep. whatever yeah. that, whatever all of the things are that they you are do. friends. Friends, okay. followers. Yes. Yeah. I mean, whatever it is on each one of those platforms. And yep. so there are ways for oh, you yeah. to take what Jenny and Nick have put out there. Yeah. Right. Remembering that Jenny and Nick are working hard to create content that goes out during the week, not just for you, but for you to share. Exactly. Right. So let's talk about how can a person that wants to expand their influence mm-hmm. via what you guys are experts in, like the things that we're trying to do, mm-hmm. how, how would you recommend to them 
to be able to take what's happening on a Sunday morning mm -hmm. and when we create the content, how do they make that influence grow through the social media market or through YouTube or whatever, whatever avenues we use? Cause honestly, I have no idea. Well, what definitely are, sharing okay. like, or tagging your friend and something. Well, talk about that because let's, let's just be honest. Like the people that know nothing. So don't just okay. say tag them because you're I talking like, did you just speak knows. Chinese? I'm like, tag is that really who? what it seems? It's like, like? Elephant, okay. elephant tag, okay, like well, you was talking about. Is I put on my goggles and go out and play or gorilla oh, yeah, yeah. tag? Gorilla. Okay. No, Where I'm like really serious. There are some people on here okay. that would have zero okay. idea of anything that you're talking about. So please put it in okay, so farmer terms. If Life Church is putting out a post and it's welcome or inviting somebody to church, then the person, if they see that, they could go ahead and share it on their page. So all of their friends would have a, they might be able to see it. But let's just talk again, let's talk about vision behind it. Because it's not just about like inviting people to church. Because here's what Nick said, and I want to make sure that we hit on this. Mm -hmm. We believe that it's not even so much inviting them to church. We think that the content that's created, the things that you guys work on, mm -hmm. right? that you put out there, whether they come to church or not, could change the life of a person. Yes. Right. right? And so let's just say we pick a video, a clip from the Sunday morning, okay. a clip from the worship, yeah. a story, mm -hmm. like Jenny has been putting together stories. We believe that content, because of the right. presence of God, yes. could change the life of a person, yes. even if they've never walked into the door yes, of the church. absolutely. So what, what should a person do when they read the story? Because I think sometimes people read the story and they're like, wow, cool. Uh -huh. They got the content. Yeah. But if we want to have exponential influence on people, how should people interact with social media in a way to have that exponential impact on other people? So using stories, using clips, using videos. Mm -hmm. So I know that you started to talk about it and I interrupted you, but yeah. let's keep talking about so it. So like the person like individually? Yeah, like let's just say, say the person watching. Scott's reading this cool story okay. that you have yeah and you're telling scott you know what scott you should have influence on people okay. right and so you're trying to figure through influence you don't know what that really looks like mm -hmm. and so you're going to give him a way to have influence on social media with oh. the content that you create what do you tell him to do what do you tell trevor to do mm -hmm. so i mean if they're reading something and they think it has value for them and could help people then they're going to share it and put it on their page okay and or and that's a simple thing to do Yes. Just it, a button. Yep, it's just a button, and it Two goes clicks. A button, out. like goes, just at the button at the bottom yeah, like of the it store? It literally says share, and yeah, you just hit share? Exactly. Like, on the post, it says share. It's the bottom okay. left, right. Okay. Anyways, and then so by sharing it on their news feed, it's going to go on the news feed, and okay. then all of their friends have a chance to see it. And then I think... No, not all their friends. But if their friends share it, then all of that friend's friends see it. Yeah, so the and point is, okay, so if Scott shares it, it actually becomes a part of his... His whole friend group. Okay, so then his friends. Yes. So you're talking about taking it and growing it at another right. level. Oh, yeah. Now, let me ask you about this, because, again, I'm talking from the ignorance of a social yes. media person. If somebody keeps commenting on something, does it go back up in the top of my feed? Do I see it more yes. if people comment? Yes. So the more like the post with the most engagement, so likes, shares, comments, Facebook especially, I think Instagram does this too. It's TikTok that doesn't. They use an algorithm that is um, if the most the post that is getting the most engagement is the one that they think the algorithm. Oh my gosh, I just said it. 
it thinks, oh my gosh, this is a really good post, so we need to put this out there. Right. So the point just would be is is that there are the reason to interact with some of these things yes, isn't just seen. so people can see your comments. Right. It is it will move things up in yes. people's feed so they can see it even more. Yes. Right. So teaching people that like if you want to have influence, there are ways in social media to be able to do that. Right. So maybe we even should put that out there. Like here's a recommendation if okay. this is how I don't know. Maybe everybody knows yeah, these things. No, they do not. They do not because... Because <laughs> I don't know anything. No, a lot of people that use social media don't know that. Because yeah, I'm just saying, I don't know, but... Because this is where we believe Nick's sweet spot is, right? And we believe you and Nick and the team of people are working together to say, we're going to have a influence in a virtual world that mm -hmm. we think can change the lives of people. And so we're just saying to the people like me who have un no understanding mm -hmm. of the virtual world, or we're just saying to other people who are saying like, there is a world outside of what you think. Don't forget it. Right, right. Nick. I mean, you've preached that to me forever. Like, don't forget this world. Don't forget this world. Cause I'm like, I'm not living in that world. Right. Right. And how much influence that we can have mm -hmm. in those places. So that's social media. Talk about our YouTube channel, why, I mean, how do how do people get there? <laughs> this is a thing, right? We have a YouTube YouTube's channel. a thing. We have a YouTube channel. You go channel. on the World Wide yes. Web. Huh? You Shut know? up. What? You told me you go on really... <laughs> no, I know. But no, like, so it, how can you engage on our YouTube yeah, how channel? Does, how does somebody you even find our YouTube? How do people find our YouTube? Like, do we give them links? Because talk about what's on our YouTube. Right? So most of the content, video content that we create is on the YouTube. Okay. Um, so, you know, like the podcast, all of our Sunday morning sermons, um, all of, I mean, we actually put the whole service on YouTube. Okay. So on our app, we only put the message in the last song, but YouTube has the whole service. So people can watch the whole service on YouTube, but not on our app. Correct. Yeah. Huh. Um, I know that. Space, probably. <laughs> Space, yeah, yeah, yeah okay. and time. I think a lot of people on the app just want to listen to the message and get oh, to that wow. part of, and got it. We can go into that later. Yeah, but, no. um, you know, we put all of the baptism videos. So, I mean, those super cool stories of how people where they were and where they, where they were and where they are now. Right. I mean, you can follow along, and any of those, it, they're they're open to the public, and so you can actually share them to your Facebook page. You can copy the link and send them to somebody. So if you're in a relationship with somebody and you listen to say one of those baptism stories and you're like, you know, that's that video that that story sounds quite familiar. Mm -hmm. You know? Like I know a friend who's just in that same situation, but maybe hasn't making that step to meet Jesus. Like you can copy that link and send them to them through a text or through an email or through What about out on know, their social media? Or yeah. they can post it on their own social media. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, see, this is what I'm saying. Like nobody <laughs> <laughs> Who knows these things? Uh, if you use because I mean, you just think about this. Yes. Think about if you truly want to have an impact, and let's just say your circle, you know, you've invited people, they mm -hmm. haven't been coming, you don't know what the next thing to do is. I guarantee you, there are some cool stories on our YouTube. Oh, yeah. The stories of some life change and things that are mm -hmm. happening, you know, that if you share them and then your feed sees those types of things, like I just can't imagine that you can't look at that as a way and say, that's a part of the Great Commission. Oh, I you know what totally I'm saying? believe like, it's part of the Great but Commission. But that's my point. Sometimes yeah. we think we get caught up in this, like, they preach about the Great Commission, and the Great Commission is you need to invite people to church, and they need to come to church, and they need to do, and it's the only way you can ever accomplish it. Mm -hmm. And you're sitting there thinking, God, oh my gosh, I, nobody comes, and every time I invite, yeah. it never works. Well, what's the alternative? So can we be a part of the Great Commission by sharing some Absolutely. of these stories? I don't, 
I'm speaking for myself. Honestly, there ain't I no think, way in God's green earth that people know how to do that. I think more than... Or that even understand how to do it. I think more than inviting them to church, that could have a bigger influence because not only, like, instead of one person you're inviting to church, it's a ton of people. No, I'm saying forget inviting to church. You're I'm, saying forget it? No, I'm saying... <laughs> I'm don't saying, do don't just use the emphasis of saying they have to come to church. I'm saying part of the Great Commission uh-huh. is giving people the things that will change oh, their yeah. life. Yeah. Right? So we're just saying, we would all agree on this. There are some stories, a lot of those stories on there, that if you really listen to them, it could really relate to a lot of people that yeah. could change their life. Mm-hmm. Like just absolutely change their life. And so why wouldn't we, or why wouldn't the church of mm-hmm. five, 600 people Understand, go on to our YouTube, figure out how to do whatever the heck Nick Nick just said you're (laughs) supposed to do, share it into places that can go on there, and you think about these stories starting to be shared Mm -hmm. and how many people could actually benefit from that. It's a form of evangelism or it's a form of of reaching out that I don't know that people really think about, Mm -hmm. but because we've created this, because you guys have went down these roads, because you've been working behind the scenes to make this happen, why aren't we using it? You know what I mean? I'm saying as a church, why aren't we understanding how to be able to use those things as cool evangelism opportunities, right? Mm -hmm. So if you want a tutorial on how to get those things done, (laughs) yes, you now, everybody knows Jenny, and now you know Nick. Yes. So look him up, ask him the questions. And I'm serious. Maybe it should be something you guys I think know. about or dream about. Maybe you should put it out there to I say, already wrote yeah, let's teach teach you guys how to do some of these things. Or yep. maybe we should. <gasps> how to segment with Jenny. Boom. Yeah, boom. Boom. Okay. Well, I just want to say, Nick, you know, and I've said this to you a thousand times. Like, I'm really proud of you because you stuck it out. Yeah. Like, the one of the things that I always get excited when talking about Nick is, is he's put up with it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I just tell people, wait, way too many have quit way too early to see the true benefits of God's, like, yeah. fruit of yeah. happening. And Nick has, like, put up with it, you know? And he's yeah. seeing now. Like, you look at all of this work that went into, like, you, I mean, you have to be proud. Right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, you have to be proud of you and your team and the people that are going down these roads because, again... <clears throat> Lives are changed because for years you prayed about it. For years you put the time in. For years you guys stuck it out. For years you waited for the moment, mm-hmm. right? And then God opened up the door. Now that he opened up the door, look what he's doing. I yeah. mean, I, so I just want to say I'm proud of you. People don't see Nick, and people don't see Nick's team. But, I mean, I don't know that that people will understand, and maybe this is what we should be better at, is just understanding the influence that's happening right now through the virtual world mm-hmm. that Life Church is doing and how yeah. much it's changing the lives of people and the impact that it's having. So, I, I mean, again, thank you. You know, proud of you. Good job. Keep fighting. You know, great for your team to be able yeah. to, to do those. Because that's a, again, I, I don't even know how to explain this to people because people that are coming on Sunday morning excited, if they knew the whole other aspect of it all, I think people <laughs> mm-hmm. would be jacked. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? Yeah. I'm just, I'm serious. Like if oh, people yeah. knew the whole scope of what was happening, I mean, you just have to look at it back to this revelation. So you just have to say there is a movement of God happening. Right. Well, you know what I mean? then we need to make that known. No, I know that's, that's for you guys. Yeah. I don't know how to do anything. So <laughs> I can do podcasts and preach, and the rest of it's up to everybody else. So, all right. So, we're going to end it with this. So, one of the awesome things we've been praying about this forever give us feedback, give us questions. We want to have a yes. segment where we can 
answer some of them. So we're going to... We finally have some. No, I know. So I'm last so week, I was like, what in the world? Somebody ask us a question? Yeah. You know, so we got a question too. last week. It came through our YouTube. 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 Yeah. So yep. we're going to do the best we can to answer these questions. Oh, no. She wants you to answer them. No, I know. So... <laughs> I'll get, I have opinions. You're so, on the hot spot. I have oh, opinions. Listen, I have tons of opinions, and, you know, so I'll give you all mine. Okay, so questions. These came from YouTube, and yep. this yep. is from who? It, Kathy. Kathy. Cool Kathy. Times. Cool Kathy Times? Cool Times. Cool yeah. Times. There we go, Kathy that's cool her, Times. That's her YouTube name. Oh, okay, so, so it's probably. You have, like, that's a thing? Like you can, you put, yeah, you can make whatever. username. What's yours? T-Money? Is it T-Money on T YouTube? T-Money. What? T dollar signs. signs. Yeah. That's Trevor's. Wow. That's Trevor's. Scott, do you have a little call call name? <laughs> <laughs> See, it makes me think back to the CB days, like when you had CBs yep. and everybody had it. Like I was Batman. What? Okay. Yeah, my my brother was Superman. My mom was Candyman. My dad was Candyman. Redman. And the reason is because he's a farmer and he had like this red oh. neck, you know, all the time. So what is a CB? A walkie-talkie. <laughs> What? Is kinda it a like, walkie-talkie? Kind of like, like a walkie-talkie. Okay, all right. Kind of. Like, but it was in your farm vehicles, and so you could oh, actually do it from your house. Like okay. you had a base station oh, in your house. Cool. And if people are out there before cell phones, and they're out there in the tractor, you're like, mm -hmm. they were hey, what's first. up, red man? Come back. <laughs> My gosh. <laughs> Haven't you ever watched the Dukes of Hazard? No. Oh. Everybody sighs. <sighs> <laughs> anyway, so here's one of her questions. She has three. Two? two I see two. Two questions. Okay, yeah, I see two, two questions. Let's yeah, here's the first one. It says, I have a question for Mike. Do you believe that we go to heaven as soon as we die, if we're saved, or do you think it's not until Jesus come, comes back? Okay, so I will give you, again, I'm going to give you an opinion, and I'm going to give you where yeah. I think you can support it both ways. Right. So okay. my opinion is, is that the day that you die, you stand in front of the judgment seat of Christ. 2 Corinthians 5.10 says, mm -hmm. the day that we die, we stand in front of the Bema seat of Christ, and the Bema seat of Christ we're ushered into heaven. We're able to experience heaven. I believe that we go to heaven right away because if you look in Revelations, it talks about people who were martyred and they were under a table, but they were looking down and they could see what was mm -hmm. going on inside of the world. So it makes me believe that there's actual, in the story, it's saying like, I saw these people, people who yeah. were martyred, they were in heaven, they were looking down upon the earth. And so I do think that there are, places in scripture that will show the rich man and Lazarus. So it talks about right away that the, the Lazarus went to the, to the bosom, to the Abraham's bosom, heaven. If you look at the thief on the cross, it says today you will be with me in paradise. So I think that there are lots of scriptural references that you'll go there. But the one scriptural reference that everybody comes back to of saying it doesn't is, is like when Jesus Christ comes back to dead and Christ will rise and they'll meet in the air with those who, you know, mm -hmm. had gone before. But I think there's enough of a scriptural reference to say the majority of scripture would say that the day that you die, your soul or your heavenly body, mm -hmm. body is ushered into eternity, mm -hmm. whether it's heaven or hell, and that you will experience those things right away. So I do believe that people are ushered into and i'll just give you i shared this personal story yeah like and part of it is personal so my wife who died um and i don't think these things are by accident you know i was like i really miss her you know this is somebody that i'd been with since i've been 15 years old mm -hmm. and i would give anything to just hug her you know so i had this vision like mm -hmm. and she was hugging me and and i was like crying in my dream like I was crying I'm like oh my gosh and I just looked at her and I'm like oh honey we all miss you do you, 
essentially, do you miss us? And she's like, well, I've pretty much forgot this. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, forgot the kids. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Not me. the world. You know what I mean? Like, right. I get And she's like, yeah, I mean, the glory of heaven so great. I've forgotten. I'm like, yeah, but you don't forget me, right? Yeah. And she's like, yeah, I mean, that I forgot. I am forgetting you, too, because the glory of heaven is so great mm-hmm. that, yeah, this world... That's amazing. It's going though. away. And I'm like, at first I was devastated. Yeah. But then to me, it was just a gift from God. Yeah. Right. Because if you live in this world where you always want your wife to come back, right. or you always want your loved she's one happy. to come back, and you have this like, oh, she's missing out. And she, does, she doesn't want any of that. Yeah. Right. She doesn't want to be a grandma anymore, even yeah. though she wanted to be. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Times when she was dying, she said, I want to be a grandma. Mm-hmm. I want to see my kids have kids. I want all these things. Like, And we live in that world. We're like, oh, I just wish. But that gift from her was to say, I don't want any of those things anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm right. standing in front of Jesus. So don't want me to be there either. Right. right. So don't want me to be back to be a grandma. Don't want me to be back to be a mom. Don't want me like I'm standing where I was supposed to be in the glory yeah. of heaven. So right. it's part of its personal experience yeah. too, that I think was a gift from God. So mm-hmm. I believe that we are the end that we do stand in the presence of God. Yep. Is that know. from Catholic? Like the, um, like kind of purgatory where purgatory, whatever. That. No, it's okay. I'm what did saying, I say? I purge, that, purge? It's either, like that. It's movie. okay. Yeah. Purge. Purge. Uh, you said purge. purgatory, but <laughs> that's <laughs> a okay. place too. No, it's yes, not. It but is. That's okay. Either way. Yes, is, it is. It's a scary. Is movie. there a Catholic belief in yeah. purgatory? Yeah. So isn't that kind of like the same thing? How they're like hanging out in a spot before? Well, purgatory. That that would be something we should probably get into at a later date because it okay, could take it's a it long forever. One. Well, be just because it's a theological difference. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, in the Catholic faith, belief in purgatory based out of second Maccabees as a place to go of purification before you can ever Mm -hmm. enter into heaven. Right. And so I think there's a long theological debate about why we as Christian people would not believe in a place called purgatory. Okay. But what about where the second verse that you were saying about the Abraham's bosom meeting? Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, in the rich man and Lazarus, it talks about Abraham's bosom. But again, if you look at commentaries, it's more like, like heaven today mm-hmm. is not where you're going to reign forever, right? So people would refer to that as mm-hmm. Abraham's bosom or heaven because where you're going to reign forever is on a new earth, right? So right. once it's all over in Revelation, a new earth is created in this temporary place where you are now with God. Gotcha. You'll come from that and then you'll reign on earth with That's him forever. What it's so to. it's just referred to at times as like Abraham bosom or heaven or paradise. Like it's talked about in different ways but it's the same concept it's a temporary place for your heavenly body your soul to go to Mm -hmm. until you reign on the new earth how can we all read one thing and get so confused to make them like theories and you know yeah no yeah because again i think sometimes because we're trying to overcomplicate things you know what i mean like like i've had somebody tell me like oh like for example the thing about um women preaching Mm -hmm. and then they've said well that was in the old testament so it doesn't Mm -hmm. matter Mm -hmm. like churches no i know but i mean that was brought up last week because sherry's like you didn't answer this question of what do you think of women preachers you know and i just just say and i mean that we'll probably get plenty of feedback (laughs) on this because i'm just going to give you my quick version is is that all i have to say is this forget old testament new testament forget what paul said Mm -hmm. right let's just go back to the design So the design of a man and the design of a woman, Mm -hmm. right? And so if we look at the design of a man and the design of a woman, we're designed differently, right? Right. It doesn't mean that 
either one of us don't have leadership qualities or mm -hmm. leadership skills. And it doesn't even mean that we don't think that women coming up to preach on a Sunday morning isn't valuable. Like right. we do it. Like mm -hmm. right. we've had women preach. We believe that it's very specific that a woman shouldn't lead a church. It's like the home. Yeah. That's my point. It's yeah. like, it talks about like elders and leaders yeah. of the church is compared to a home. And so we look at it like it's the responsibility of a man to lead his home. Like that's what God says. And he, his, where he's at in his spiritual mm. walk is sometimes defined by where he's at at home, right? And how he's leading his family yeah. at home. And so it's nothing against women. And it doesn't mean that women don't have value. And it doesn't mean that there aren't women that are great preachers. Mm -hmm. We have women preach on Sunday morning, but we will never have a, well, Again, <laughs> where we are today right. with the elders that are here today and the way that things are drawn up here, we will never have a woman leadership lead pastor at mm -hmm. Life Church because we just don't think it's the way that it was designed. Do, will we have women preach and do we have women right. lead and well, do we have yeah. women do great things around this church? Absolutely. Yep. They do incredible things all the time. So we're not demeaning women right. or their leadership right. or their ability to do things. Yeah. We just don't think that's a position that yeah. God in the way that he designed people and mm -hmm. the way that he designed the church that he should ever, that we should do. And I don't even know why that's an issue. Cause why does it even matter? Well, I'm focusing in on how people can just say like, it's the old Testament. Why, like, why is that so easily just dismissed? Well, because but I think it's the same reason why, again, I'm going to get in big trouble. I think it's the same reason why is it okay to have, you know, homosexual pastors, you know, in churches. So how did we get to that point? So how did denominations decide that we could have homosexual pastors? Like, yeah. how do you get that way as a denomination? Here's how you get that way. You just discount what scripture says. Right? I mean, how else do you get to it? I know. Like, how else do you get yeah. to this place where you could say, if we're reading the same Bible... But how could you? Like, if we are reading the same no, Bible... No, but I, Again, gosh, Like, that makes This me is going to be a way, like... We could go forever. So but no, that sure like the stuff. I'm just going to get. So no, mad. I know. But let's just make it real quick. Okay. Here's what I think has happened in the Christian world today. And we better be careful. And the, the letters that he writes to us in Revelations yeah. are warnings. Yeah. And so we better heed the warnings. Here's what happened. And here's what's happening today. People have taken what they believe to be true from all sectors. Right. And molded them together for something that's comfortable for society and them. And so what they've done is they've collectively made their own form or view of what Christianity is that is completely opposite of yeah. what scripture says and have been okay with it because at the end of the day, they feel like the God of love wants us more comfortable than he does wants us to be convicted. And so churches have just flat out said like, we believe this, the writing of this and the writing of this and the writing of this, and we're just going to take parts of Scripture that we like and we're going to mold them all together and we're going to do something that can reach the masses. They're leading people to hell. That's well, but the point is, is look at it. Look at what it, that's again, scary. so if you don't, if you want to hear some of this stuff, I'm just going to challenge you. Come over the next seven weeks to Life Church. Mm -hmm. Listen to the letters. Don't listen to me. Just listen to the letters because mm -hmm. it happened. Like this happened in the Church of Ephesus. We're going to yeah. talk about it this week. Happened in the church of Ephesus. They were on fire. They were doing great things. 40 years later, they're going down the tubes, right? Like they're going in a direction that they shouldn't. And the reason being is they lost their first love, right? They lost their love for Jesus mm. and what they 
Jesus had called him to do for the sake of being comfortable, right? right? And it's happening in the church all the time. Yeah, and the reason that it goes down the road. So I just encourage people, like, if you're out there, don't listen to me. Come and just listen to what Scripture has to say. And then let's just let it be what it is. Don't take my opinion. Let it be what it is. Come and read. Let the Holy Spirit work through you. Because if we're reading the same thing, I think we can work it out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The other question. What was the other question? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry. No, we're again. Yeah, we got we're off. Good. Uh, yeah, I know. We're at an hour and 22 minutes. Sorry, guys. Everybody's looking yeah. at their watch. Sorry, guys. Hey, it's okay. Just good hey, stuff. it's not even 3 o'clock huh? yet. This one says, I go to a Methodist church and we baptize as babies. Do you think that's wrong? Yes. That's an easy one. That's mm-hmm. an easy one. And I'm going to say wrong. I just don't, again, do whatever you want. But just don't do this. Don't don't somehow believe that infant baptism is anything the other than yeah. a fun time f- to buy your kid a dress. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like my daughter had a, what do they call those dresses back then? Um, yeah. Dresses or something? Like they're great big long white things. Oh, and it's so cute though. Th- my point is, is that it became a denominational thing that you do. And again, to, to make the short of it is, is that it started with Catholicism that would baptize as infants in case you died before the age of accountability that you could still oh. go to heaven, right? So the whole idea is you have to be baptized to go to heaven. Yeah, and so, all babies go to heaven, don't they? Well, yeah, again, we're going to get way off on this. The point just is, is this just came to the place of, it came to the place where this is where people just used it. So the covering for uh-huh. you just to make sure you're okay before you make this decision for Jesus, get your kids baptized because if they're baptized, gotcha. they're going to heaven. Right. So that was the view of denominations. Our view is what scripture says. Baptism only happened through a personal decision that each person made. When they made a personal decision for Jesus, they were baptized. Right. And people right. can again say, well, households were baptized and all this. But the majority of scripture says you made a personal decision, make a personal proclamation, go out and, and again, get baptized, right. you know, and show that baptism into lots of people. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we'll end it with this. That was all the questions, right? That was all the we questions. We love your feedback. Yes. So here's how you can give us feedback. Does Trevor know how to do this? Uh, done. It's okay. Done. If Trevor I think doesn't I know how to memorized. do this, do you have it memorized? I think so. Open up Pro Presenter. <laughs> it's okay. Zero four zero eight eighty three eighty three. Yeah, so Look you can you. send us text Was messages. Right? Look, I, you might be. Or four two zero. No, never mind. We'll put it out there on a link that you can give us feedback, or we'll put it out on the YouTube. But we want people yes. ask us questions. Yeah. We want to address those questions. Yeah. And again, we thank everybody for listening. Just remember, we're going to be putting this stuff out via Facebook, YouTube. Share it. You know, maybe we're going to have a how-to from Jenny yeah, coming up so on fun. how people can <laughs> use it. But again, I can't say enough, Nick. I'm proud of you. Yeah. Proud of what you're doing. The content that you're creating is 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 beneficial. It's changing the lives of people. You know, we love that the teams of people. I just tell them if you're not involved in a tech team and you're yep. not involved in what's going on. I'm telling like get involved because you have no idea the movement that's happening. Right. You know, and again, whether it's being a cameraman, yeah. You know, whether it's being working up here in our tech. Scott would we, love to teach you guys we everything he need knows. People. Like I'm just telling you, like you have no idea. Like I think you're missing the point. Yeah. You sitting behind a camera giving an opportunity could lead somebody to Jesus. Oh yeah. Right? Like you just don't know. So don't look at these things and be like, oh well, that's a cameraman. I mean, anybody could be a cameraman. No, that's not how we see it. Like being a cameraman is giving a lens yeah. and a view into into the hearts of people that could change the lives of people. Mm-hmm. We need you. See Nick, see these people, get involved, get you know, get with Scott, see like whatever it takes, we need you. We want you to be a part of it. You know, 
What? Scott, are you laughing? He's shaking like, his head. Yeah, he's Listen, shaking I his head. Social media Scott's team. introverted like me. So, so talk. Yeah, and see, Jenny, yes, we need people to help us with social media. Help. The point yes. just is God is moving in the virtual world. Oh, absolutely. Be a part yep. of it. Be a yep. part of yeah. it. Just don't serve in the physical church. We need people to help us in the virtual world. Yep. So, again, we thank you for joining us. And, again, we look forward to always interacting with you, being a part of the roundtable. So thanks for joining us, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye. See ya.